This is an ABC podcast. For copyright reasons, the music has been edited. To hear the full tracks, listen to The J Files, Thursday nights on Double J, or head to doublej.net.au and click on the track list at the bottom of each episode. Hey, it's Castran here. Welcome to The J Files, the podcast for people who love music. Each episode is like a quick music history lesson. We pick a different artist or band. We look at some of the most important moments in their career and we celebrate their impact on music, all in less than 30 minutes. In this episode, we're getting kaleidoscopic as we step into the multicoloured world of Khalees. From R&B to dance music to soul, this singer, songwriter and chef has refused to be boxed in. Starting with her future-shocked work with the Neptunes, all the way through to future-themed funk, we're sampling every course that cemented Kalisa's iconic status. My whole life has been music. You know, my mom used to play music to her belly. Music's been the centre of my life since I was, since I was born, really. Raised in Harlem and educated at New York's LaGuardia High School of Music and Art and Performing Arts, made famous by the 80s movie and TV series you might remember, Fame, Khalees was born to make music. Yet she's had to battle to be heard and taken seriously. A woman of colour deemed too hard for record labels to define and mainstream audiences to understand. Khalees first made her voice heard in 1999 on her debut album Kaleidoscope, produced entirely by super producers The Neptunes, the partnership of Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo. One of the standout cuts on Kaleidoscope provided a life-altering event for a certain renowned singer. Hey guys, this is Thyri. I first discovered Khalees on the live on Later with Jules Holland. And I got given a DVD from a friend of mine full of Jules Holland performances. And one of the performances was Khalees and she performed Caught Out There. You so much right now. Ah! And as a black brown woman watching that as a teenager who'd barely been in a relationship, I like completely fell in love with her. You know, she opens the track with, you know, this is for all my women out there who, who've ever been lied to. And then she's like, I know you've been lied to. And I'm like, yes, girl, I have been. And she made you feel you should be angry at him. Whoever he is, if he does exist, if he doesn't exist, be angry. Watching her was like watching a musical revolution. You know, she had her green blue hair with her green glasses and her entourage of backing singers that were basically prowling around the stage and getting up close to the camera and they looked like they were literally about to tear the stage down but I was there for it. I went in hook, line and singer. Nairi there with a love letter to Khalees and her boundary blurring creativity. It wasn't just young women who took notice of Khalees' raw emotion on her breakout album. Like Kaleidoscope, Beck Hansen's 2019 album Hyperspace was produced by Pharrell Williams. 
When Beck joined Tim Scheel on Arbos that year, Tim had to ask him about his first Pharrell discovery. If we can go back before he was a collaborator and a friend, and just when you were, I imagine, a fan, do, do you remember what the first kind of Pharrell beat was that you ever heard? I heard a song by, uh, no, what was it called? Um, Kellis. Kellis. Yeah. Kellis. Yes. Yeah, which track? Uh, it was mid-90s. Okay. Yeah. Um, Milkshake? No, no. Earlier. Way before that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it called? I'm so angry out here right now. Oh, yes. Yeah. I hate you so much right now. Yeah. I hate you so much right now. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, boy. You're wasting your time on them. The good stuff's right here. European audiences were early adopters of Kalisa's sound on Kaleidoscope and she bagged a Brit Award in 2001 for International Breakthrough Act. That same year, Kalise released her follow-up, Wonderland. Once again, serving up a sleek R&B pop sound courtesy of the Neptunes, Wonderland hit all the right notes for critics. But when Kalise split with her label, the album didn't get a release in the all-important US market. Despite the setback, Wonderland was heard in Australia, where it piqued the interest of an upcoming singer. Hey, this is Jade McRae, and I first discovered Kalise in the late 90s. I can't remember which track it was, either Caught Out There or her feature on uh, Got Your Money with ODB. Uh, But needless to say, I was instantly drawn into her grittiness, her sultriness and her husky vocal tone. The J Files. Okay. So I'm gonna give you some things to taste and you tell me what you think, okay? Alright, taste this. That's the lip smacking intro to Kalisa's third album, Tasty, and it foreshadows the food themes should explore further down the path, and you'll hear more on that later. Released in 2003, Tasty saw Kalise finally break into the mainstream, and a lot of it had to do with an all-pervading, unquestionably addictive track. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours, damn right, it's better than yours, I could teach you, but I have to charge my milkshake. Milkshake wasn't just a hit, it was a cultural moment. But it wasn't the only track that caught the ear of pop audiences. Trick Me made noise for Khalees in the mainstream too. As did another single, introduced here by superfan Nairi. I mean, there are so many great Khalees tracks and so many great collaborations, but the one that I always forget about that when I do hear it, I'm like, damn, this is such a great tune, is um, Millionaire with Andre 3000. You know, that track, honestly, the production on that is just so catchy. Mama, I'm a millionaire, but I feel like a bum. And Andre 3000, like, he can put magic on pretty much anything. I'm convinced of that. And him combined with Khalees, match made in heaven. I love that track. Mama, I'm a millionaire, but I feel Take 
Tasty brought Khalees to Australia in 2004 for shows across the country. In Sydney, she performed at the Enmore Theatre, a show that Jade McRae witnessed. Honestly, I'll never forget when they played Young, Fresh and New. I was so into that track at the time. We definitely sang ourselves hoarse singing along with her that night, for sure. On a day off in Sydney, Khalees took time out to talk to Mel Bampton on Triple J. She was at a koala sanctuary and clearly didn't seem in the mood for a radio interview. Thanks for holding uh, Mel. You're now in line with Khalees. Great. Thank you. Khalees, hi. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm okay, though. Triple J has been playing a Khalees for a very long time since Kaleidoscope. And uh, you seemed a little bit angrier back then on that album. No, it was one record. Was Was it a state of mind, though, that you were in back in 99? No, not at all. So with the new record, you do seem to be a lot happier. Is that sort of a, more of a state of affair of you or is that just the way that you wanted your music to come across? Yeah, it was just how I wanted the music. To, this is the sound that I had this, you know, this time around. How do you find it, though, with the, with the industry as it is? Do you find now that because you've got such wide appeal that you do have a little bit more power of your own time and your own life? No, you always got to take it. But as long as you're down for the fight, you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> hey, yeah. You don't have to love me. You don't even have to like me. But you will respect me. Cause I'm a boss. I'm the first girl to scream on a track. I switched up the beat of the drum. That's right. I brought all the boys to the yard. And that's right. I'm the one that's tattooed on his arm. I'm bossy. Khalees' 2006 album, Khalees Was Here, was her first to not feature longtime collaborators, the Neptunes. But it was packed with top-shelf guest features like rapper Too Short on that track, Bossy, plus CeeLo Green and Will I Am. At this point in her career, Khalees found herself once again bouncing between labels. Never one to sit still, she took to her garage to write songs for her upcoming album called Flesh Tone, which eventually came out through a label set up by Will I Am. Inspired by her son Knight, with lyrics she wrote to her David Getter beat, that's the first single, a cappella, a taste of the big electropop energy Khalees delivered on her 2010 album. Flesh Tone was praised by critics for its sonic cohesion, as well as for being concise, clocking in at just under 38 minutes. It once again demonstrated Khalees' versatility as she pivoted away from pop and R&B to the dance floor, winning over a clubland audience in the process. Khalees did another 180 for her next record, produced entirely with Dave Sisek of TV on the radio. It was an album called Food, which had its roots in soul, funk, gospel and Afrobeat inspirations. It was around this time as well that Khalees revealed she'd become a trained chef. And so it made sense that she used a culinary theme to tie her latest set together. 
A little known fact, album track Cobbler was the second ever song to be spun on Double J, following Nick Cave's Get Ready for Love. LA-based composer and horn player Todd Simon has worked alongside the likes of Kamasi Washington, Solange and Antibalas. He was also a principal player and arranger on Food, with songwriting credits on all of its tracks. He talked to the J-Files about those sessions and how actual food was one of the key ingredients on Kalisa's 2014 album. Hey guys, are you hungry? My mom made food. Ooh. Ah! Hey, this is Todd Simon, a trumpeter and arranger who was brought in for the food project to uh, gather live musicians and direct sessions for uh, Dave Siddick and Kalise and ended up being a co-writer on a big chunk of the album. I want to say thank you. Thank you. You were more than just a man. You've really been my friend. At the time, I was working quite extensively with Dave Siddick from TV on the radio. And one night he called me up. I think I was at my daughter's gymnastics rehearsal. He's like, what are you doing? Well, when you're done, I need you to come over here. I'm looking like a nerd right now. Hours later, I show up, knock on the door, and Khalees answered it. Played me demos to what ended up being Rumble and Jerk Ribs. I was blown away. Police had a lot of input as to the direction that she wanted to go. Uh, Rumble had this Memphis swagger to it, old school Memphis. Jerk Ribs had this Afrobeat thing, and um, those two songs just easily came together. Supernatural. Everything that came out of those tracks was just like instant from the heart to the mic. The material that I was hearing Khalees singing had a real sensitive thing, kind of like reminiscent of Roberta Flack. And when I said Roberta Flack, like Khalees is like, yeah, 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 you got it. And um, her vocal range had extended. She had some issues with her voice, so she went to a vocal trainer and built on that. And she has an amazing vocal range that I know she's still trying to explore. And I'm really happy that I got to play a part in that and help push her to do that with the arranging and the instrumentation that I got to put into the music. With Kay, she really knew what she wanted. She was very clear, very vivid ideas and could express it. So that made it way more fun, way more smooth. She's fully in it, totally got it. She's a huge muso. She was prepared, 
So when it was time to track it, it was on. As everybody knows now, she's a full-on dedicated cook and chef. And、uh, when we're doing these sessions, Sidik is the absolute foodie and amazing master in the kitchen as well. So they were essentially, in a friendly way, but competitively trying to outdo each other in the kitchen. It wouldn't be come over and work on a track. It was like we're doing a fish fry. Come over and get in on this food. The food was bomb. So to be an experience like that, where we're bringing in some of the best musicians in LA, if not all over the world, to come in and play with us, rewarding them with this insane food and having that communal time to break bread and eat together in between working on music, it just like made it even a thousand times better. And it's definitely a player on the record, straight up literal. It's no symbolic thing. Like it was the music and the food. Kalis collaborator Todd Simon there, giving us an insight into how her most recent album, Food, came together in the studio and in the kitchen. I hope you've enjoyed bouncing around the career of this ever curious songwriter, style icon, and chef. The sheer diversity of Kalis's discography reads like a degustation menu, and you can bet she'll continue to throw new ingredients into the mix as she seeks out new gastronomic trends. The J Files is a Double J podcast. Make sure you like, follow, and share. Our producer is Sam Wicks, with production support from Gab Burke and Phoebe Bennett. Theme music is by Art vs Science. You can check out Double J anytime on the Triple J app or at doublej.net.au. I'm Kaz Tran. Thanks for listening. <laughs>